Blog Talk Radio.
are getting ready to go into the service on this Friday night at 9 p.m. So again, I say thank you. Thank you for joining in. You could have been doing anything else, but you took the time out to join Smile 3E, Iron Shopping, Iron Ministries, to hear Minister Sylvia Kaiser speak on tonight. On Monday, Minister Ron Montgomery and his wife, uh, Evangelist Tony Montgomery, ministered to us about several things. Um, one of the, of the things that they ministered to us about was Second Corinthians, the fifth chapter, the seventeenth verse. It says, "Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new." Eighteen says, "And all things are of God, who have reconciled." us to himself by Jesus Christ and have given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Now, that right there says a lot. Since they ministered that on Monday, that has been pounding. Now, I made up a word. I pulled out my Jesse Jackson repertoire. We're pounding for a minute. Father God, I come to you on tonight asking you that everyone that needs to hear this word, Lord, let them tune in live. Let them tune in on the replay. Let them hear it now on blog talk. Let them hear it in the archive. But God, let something be said tonight that will let someone know that you are the God of reconciliation. God, I thank you. Open our ears that we may hear. Open our eyes that we can see. Open our hearts that we will receive and open our minds that we will meditate on your word, God, on your love. God, give us the heart to desire to repent and ask you to save us all over again. Keep us continually saved. Cover us with your blood, God. Keep a hedge around us and our family and everything consistent and everything concerning us, God. We're asking you to bless us, keep us, keep all harm, evil, danger, and death as we go about our ways today, tomorrow, for the rest of this week, the, this month, next month, and for all the way up to the beginning of the year, God, we will start over with a new praise as we enter into a new year of a new season in you, oh God. God, we thank you right now. Amen. In Jesus' name. If you're watching this, please share. Um, this month was my birthday celebration. I said to a loved one, me and my sisters and some close friends were going to go out to Uwe and eat the other day. We were going to celebrate. And he said, celebrate what? I said, my birthday. He said, your birthday? I said, yes. I said, yes, my birthday. Your birthday was on the 16th. Why are you still celebrating? I said, no, my birthday all month long. He said, no, you only get one day for your birthday. I said, no, 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 no. Let, let, me, let me break this down. Let me break this down. I said, Stan, I was born on the 16th. But the 
day before I was, the days before I was born was 15 days. So it took my mother 15 days to prepare her body for all this that was going to be born. I said also 15 days for my father to get ready to receive all this, all this right here, to be born. I said then when I came on the 16th, it took the next 15 days plus one for her to accept all this that was born. Even though it was premature, but I was born. And it took my dad the next 15 plus one day, 16, to get ready to know what he was going to go about, how he was going to go about receiving this, and for my family and everybody to get the news that I had made it in this world. So we laughed about it. He just said, that don't make no sense. You need to realize you only get one day for your birthday. I said, no, speak for yourself. I'm celebrating the whole month. And with saying that, I began to thank God for my birth. I began to thank God for all that he's done because the enemy of my soul did not want me to make it, did not want me to speak I was going to make it, kept trying to sneak into my life. You know, Jude uh, 4, I mean, Jude, the first, there's only one book of Jude, the four first, said the evil one snuck in unaware. He tried to sneak in in my dreams. He tried to sneak in in different other ways and avenues and say, oh, you're not going to make it. One night, I couldn't breathe. I literally couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe where I couldn't even call out the name of Jesus. But I know I was taught in my heart. I got an inner man. The Holy Spirit dwells in me. I could call on the name of Jesus. And when Jesus helped me get up and get to the door, to open the door, the wind was blowing high. I don't know what made me think of that. Why I need to get to the door, the wind to blow high and it'll make me breathe. It didn't make sense to me even when I was doing it, but I did it because it was put on my heart to get up and get to the door. And as I got to the door, the wind was blowing harder than it was because I could see the leaves from the trees blowing on my window. From the outside, it was blowing. I was looking out the window, and I was able to call out a name and get some help because I could not catch my breath. And God told me what to do, what what I already had in the house. I, I gave this testimony before, but I'm just letting you know this, this month, this month. So I always tell my family, I, we were taught growing up, don't buy, don't go buy something when you need it or after you need it. You start, oh, I got to go buy that. When God puts something on your heart to do, do it. If you say he tell you, to buy some glue. I'm just going to use glue. Or he tell you to buy this gallon of paint. You'd be like, I don't need this. What I'm buying this for? Buy it. Because it's going to come a time you're going to need it, and you may not have the chance to go buy it because it may be an emergency, or it may be something you'll say, you know what, I already got that here. I don't have to go look for it. Or you may not even have the money at the time that you need it. So saying that, I begin to, just thank God that everything he was telling me to use so I could open, get my lungs and 
my nostrils were open up because my sinus was draining so bad. I had so much running and clogged up, I could not breathe. I realized I had everything I needed in the house. It had already been here for months. I mean, I had had it, I wouldn't even say a year, I had had it. And when I needed it, it was there. So I began to thank God for letting me know that I, when I heard him tell me to buy it, I bought it. When I heard him tell me to get it, I got it. And I I put it up where I could always get to it. I didn't have to wonder where it was at. I didn't have to look for it. When he told me to put it in a place and leave it there, that's exactly what I did. So when I needed it, it was there. Now, I'm saying this because, see, when I said to God, yes, many years ago, I learned then, Second Chronicles 5 and 17, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Mm-hmm. I'm new. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. My thought pattern had become new. The way I went about doing things had become new. Even if somebody said, you don't need that, why are you buying it? Mm-mm. I know what I heard God say, so I got it. I um, begin to give God praise for the fact that when this happened to me, it was a couple of days before my birthday. The enemy was trying not to let me get to the 16th. So when I was going through this, I think it was the 13th, 14th, I was in a place where I said, God, I know what I want. I know what I ask. I know what I said. Some say the words say 77 years for God. As my sister said, and she showed, told me, and I found it and read it for myself, you said we could get up to 120 years, and we both asked for that. I said, God, I want to be healed. I want to be delivered. I want to be set free. I want to be able to do your ministry, your will, your way. I said, but God, if you say that it's time, God, it's cool with me. I, I can't argue with him. I look like a fool trying to argue with God. I can't say no, no, no. I have no say in that. I don't have a say when I was born. I don't have a say when I leave here. But I do have a say in the middle. Well, I say, yes, Lord, I'll do your will. And I be, I believe that even going through not being able to breathe and not worried about complaining and this and that, but giving God the praise, giving him the honor, giving him the glory, giving him his recognition, that God continued to send me blessings. When I tell you stuff started coming my way, People started blessing me. Cash apps. I mean, they walked up and say, I heard it was your birthday. I said, yeah. They said, I want to get in on the blessing. I said, huh? I know they don't know nothing about what I've been going through, but they wanted, they was like, what is your cash app? I want to bless you. And I said, okay. They said, nah, I want your cash app for real. I'm not playing. And I gave it to them, and I mean, they blessed me. My God, they blessed me. More than I could even ask for that. Went to the mailbox and it was a letter I was looking for. And I thought the letter was going to have information. But when I opened up that letter, I began to praise God. 
I thought I was looking for something else. But then let us bless. I said, God, I told you what I needed. I told you what I wanted. But God, not only did you give that to me, you gave me that with an overflow. I'm just saying, I've been saying all my life, you can't bless me, and God don't bless you back. I'm not saying I'm something so special, but <coughs> excuse me, I am special to God. When we went out to dinner and we began to celebrate on different nights, I thank my sister for celebrating me. I thank um, her and my family for us going out on a, a family night together to celebrate me. Um, I'm going to show you this. I'm going to take it out the bag. This is one of the things seems simple to you. But to me, this was letting me know somebody thought enough of me to get something like this done. She got some cookies, one with my picture on it, and the rest of them said happy birthday, and then they were some Oreo cookies, just plain. So I just want you all to know that that's a blessing with a thought. It wasn't a last-minute thing. That was a blessing that somebody thought enough of me. They had put a picture of me on some cookies, and it says, Happy Birthday. They bought a – the family was sitting at a table. It was nothing but family where we went to an event, and we enjoyed ourselves. The, uh, I'm trying to tell you something. The, I didn't I didn't get a chance to move around from state to state or country to country, but I got a chance to be celebrated right here. I had a staycation, a state celebration, I put it like that. When I looked up and me and my sister was talking and some it was a while, some weeks ago, we was talking about going to the Kirk Franklin concert. And my sister said, well, we're going to see how much the tickets cost, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do that. And she said, okay, I got the tickets for us. And I said, uh, okay, well, how much I owe you? She said, oh, it's a birth party, your birthday present. I was like, wow. She's constantly uh, blessing me throughout the month. So we went to the concert at the Credit Union, uh, Credit Union 1 Pavilion. Um, on Racine and uh, Harrison, parked in the parking lot. We went inside to the um, venue, and I was like, okay, we're probably going to sit in the mausoleum. So she said, well, I said, well, let's ask this guy where's this area at. She said, okay, so we asked the guy, and he was like, okay, go this way. So we went that way. We asked the next guy. He said, well, go down there. He said, okay. We went to the next guy. He said, y'all on the main floor. And I looked, I said, the main floor? She said, mm-hmm. Not only was he we on the main floor, where we sat at, I didn't have to sit back looking like this up at the stage, straining my neck. No, no, no. I was able to look at the stage like I'm looking at you at this video. I don't know who's looking in, who's um, on blog talk. I don't know who's 
on Facebook, it doesn't matter. But this is how I got to see the stage. I got to see David Mann and Tamla Mann perform together, perform solo. I got to see Isaac perform. I got to see Israel perform. Oh, my God. I got to see the Clark sisters perform as a group. Karen, Dorinda, I think the other one's name is Jackie, and then Twinkie. When she was playing that organ, she was playing that organ like a DJ be mixing on a uh, turntable. She was working that organ. And most of all, I got to see Kirk Franklin perform. And when I tell you it was a praise party, I got to praise God and not worry about the person next to me or the person in front of me or the person in the back of me because everybody was on their feet. From the time the concert started till it ended, everybody was on their feet praising God. There was a young couple next to me. They weren't caring about what they looked like, uh, messing up their hair. They was praising God. When I say they was in their 20s, they was praising God. They did a, a, a check of the people. They said, all those in their 20s say something. Oh, the crowd went up. They said, those in their 30s say something. The crowd went up. They said, those in their 40s say something. The crowd went up a little bit more. They said, those in their 50s say something. Ooh, the crowd got even louder. They said, those in their 60s say something. The crowd got louder. They said, those in their 70s say something. The crowd went up. I said, ooh. He said, well, I'm just going to ask. Anybody here in their 80s, baby, they made noise. They said, oh, look here now. When I tell you every age was up in there and they was on their feet praising and dancing God, I mean, dancing to God, giving him an awesome praise, the people in there were singing so loud to every song that everybody sung that as the uh Musicians were singing. I say the musicians, but the soloists were singing. They just pointed the mic out to the audience. And I tell you, the couple next to me, the young couple, that young man knew every word of every song that every different artist sung. He didn't miss a beat. He got his praise on. I mean, we was praising God so hard. At one point, I said, ooh, I got to sit down for a minute. When I sat down, that young man was praising God in front of me. I mean, when I tell you how just to be in the the worship, we had worship and praise. When I tell you just to be in the worship like that and to be in the, the presence of God like that, God had reconciled my energy. Maybe I'm using the wrong word. I shouldn't be using it like that. But I'm going to just tell you, it was such a reconciliation of praise. So when I saw Pastor Hannah, I had to go over and speak to Pastor Hannah. Pastor Hannah is so approachable. He didn't push back like, oh, no, 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 security. He was so happy to speak. He greeted me with a hug. He hugged me before I left. When I tell you the man of God is truly a man of God. He's not so high up that he don't recognize people, even if he don't know you, but the fact that you recognize him 
he received you. I was so blessed. Uh, the mayor of Chicago, Mayor Brandon, he was there. I can't remember the name of the other big-time minister that was there. But when I tell you people was on their feet, from the least of us to the greatest of us, everybody was on their feet praising God. The people was on one accord, ah, pushing with no uh, uh, meanness. The people were on one accord. When it was time to leave, when we thought the concert was over, when I tell you they told us don't get tired now because we got four more hours for this concert, they wasn't kidding. You know, it wasn't no two-hour concert. It, I mean, that was a long concert, but it was worth it. The praise was so high up in there. If you came in there one way, you left out of there another way. If you was not saved, you wanted to be saved. I mean, I could not get over the fact that we was on the main floor. I mean, we wasn't in the nosebleed section. We wasn't uh, so high up. We couldn't see the musicians, the uh, the, the artists, the, they acknowledged everybody. I don't care where you said it. I don't care who you were with. They acknowledged it. It was such an awesome some praise. It was such an awesome thing that my sister done. I told her, I said, I thank you so much for making me so special that you didn't just buy me a ticket. You know how the commercials say, you don't want to just go rent a car. You want the car. She didn't just buy me a ticket. She bought me the ticket. <laughs> See, you all may not get it, but I know there was no cheap ticket. Mm-hmm. She bought me the ticket because we was on the main floor. We had perfect view. I'm just so blessed to say I was blessed. I'm so honored to be able to say thank you, Dr. Serena Harris. You hear me, Dr. Serena Harris. I meant Dr. Serena Wright. Thank you, Apostle Elect Dr. Cecilia Tice. Thank you, Sally Wright Jr. and Senior. Thank you, Levon and Carlton Merritt. Thank you. Thank you, P. Cruz. Thank you. I, I I could go on and on and on, but I just want to say, I, one person I got to say to my Aunt Wardine, she's 80-some years old. She lives in California. She can't walk now. But she called me to say happy birthday. See, that may not seem like a lot to you, but my auntie is 84 years old, maybe a little older, I'm not for sure. But she took time out to call me and say happy birthday. All the birthday wishes I got on Facebook, my page, my sister's page, T. Cruz's page, other friends' pages, I tried to stop for each one of them and say, thank you. Even the uh, Facebook mention of my birthday, I tried to stop and tell everybody, thank you so much. Those that I knew personally, I said a little more. I called them out by their nicknames, a.k.a. this, a.k.a. that. 
because you don't have to say happy birthday. You don't have to send the emojis. You don't have to send a special little uh, quote. You could just do like some people do the HBD. I, I remember years ago a young lady that ride bikes uh, named Shaka, which is what we call her. She said, if you know me and you personally know me and you know I know you know me, she said, please don't put on my page HBD. Say happy birthday. Let me know you took the time out and made a special event to tell me happy birthday. And I said that to say this. For those that took the time out to say happy birthday, thank you so much. It meant and it means so much to me that you would, I don't care if it was the day of, the day after, or days after, when you saw it, you took the time to say happy birthday. I was notified that my taxes went down, my property taxes. Thank God for the age. Ooh, Jesus, benefits. <laughs> benefits come with being a certain age. Just think, the longer I live, the more I get. I- I'm just so glad to know that, therefore, if any man be a Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. There's some new things happening in my life, and I thank God for it. I thank God for, as Dr. Serena Wright taught a couple of years ago, the new me. I thank God for that. I thank God for keeping me in his arms. I thank God for healing me. I thank God for talking to me. I thank God for telling me what to buy, tell me what to get, tell me what to give away. Tell me, I thank God for that. Because, see, I thank God for for blessing me and then using me to be a blessing to somebody. I thank God. Because, see, a lot of times we get so caught up in me, mine, I, I don't want to let that go. I may need that one day. Mm-hmm. It's true, you may. But somebody else may need it today, right now. So if you're in a, p- a position to be a blessing, to bless somebody, do it. You may be holding up your blessing because you hold it on to something. We've been taught this for years. As long as your hand is closed, you can't receive it. You can't even keep what you got because you're choking the life out of it. But once you open your hand up, you release it. it not only do you bless somebody else, you opening up your hand to receive a blessing from God. You open up your hands where God will make somebody bless you. Stop worrying about what you used to do, what you still do. If you know you're on the altar and you are holding yourself accountable to God and say, God, I want you to help me with the can't help it. God, I want you to deliver me with the can't help, from the can't help it. God, I want you to just get a hold to me. God, give me the strength. Give me the courage. Give me the will. God, give me the power. 
You know, some of us still dealing with the same old stuff, but stay on the altar. Don't get tired. Don't give up. Trust God. And keep asking God to help you get to the next step. When you do that, you're sure not only are all things new, become new, you're doing a new thing. The 18th verse says that all things are of God who have reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and have given us the ministry of reconciliation. I am before God, continually saying, God, not only do I need you, I want you, Lord. God, not only do I need you, I wait on you, Lord. God, not only do I need you, I continually say yes to you, Lord. I I have people in my life, family, associates that have uh, basically, how do they say, cut me loose because I've changed my ways. I have some that continue to talk to me and everything because they said we we have a real friendship. My friendship with you is not based on what you don't do no more. I understand. You know, and I thank God for that, for the ones that he's left in my life. I thank him even more for the ones he's taken away from my life, taken out of my life, because if our friendship is designated on the purpose that uh, we continue to stay where we were at, I want to be coming you know, our our ministry our ministry scripture is Matthew six to thirty three. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his ministry and his uh, righteousness, I'm sorry, and all these things shall be added unto you. I'm gonna repeat that. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I also want to add one of my favorite scriptures. It's the first thing my mother taught us about when we pray to God. Psalms 23 and 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I don't want to be left out. I don't want to be not reconciled to God. I don't want to be looked over by God. I don't want to be only coming to God when I need something, want something, or ask can I have something. You know, I had been talking with my sister this week, and um, we had been talking about if I was to hit the lottery, what would I do? I said, oh, I would do this, I would do that, and I would do this. She said, you know what? God has already let us hit the lottery. And I was like, huh? And the more she talked to me and the more uh, I listened, I realized she was telling the truth. When I first got sick and they told me I wouldn't make it, I made it. That was a billion-dollar lottery right there. When I was homeless at the time and I own my own home now, and I have three vehicles and a motorcycle, that's the lottery right there. When I had my son and they gave him a free ride through college, with everything, all the horns and whistles, that was the lottery right there. When God restored me and sand, that was the lottery right there. 
when the enemy tried to kill me again, and uh, God brought me back several times over and over the years. That was the lobby right there. When the enemy keeps rushing in like a flood and God sets up a standard, that's the lottery right there. Whenever I've asked God to show up to bless, I hit the lottery right there. The other day, I looked at something. I said, Lord, we always say, God, you know, people that hit the uh, gamble and they buy lottery tickets, they always say, well, I want my number to come in. So my number represents yes, not knowing, but my number had been coming in all the time. This month I was able to sit back and say, God, possibly let this go right. I know you all say, oh, she talks about her sister all the time. Yes. See, ain't it good? Yeah, I said the word. Ain't it good when you have a sister that's not only your best friend, but they're your prayer partner. Not only are they your prayer partner, they pray for you when you're not even aware of. Not only is it good to have a sister that you can talk about, because when I talk about my sister, it's because I know she truly, all capital letters, truly loves me. See, everybody can't say that. I've heard people say some things about their siblings or their family members, and I'll be like, wow. I told my sister on today, we was talking about certain people, and I said, well, I don't really talk with them much or anything. I'm going to say this so you would know. <clears throat> when God reveals to me and let me know, because I've prayed and asked God to give me spirit of discernment. I've asked God to give me a ear to hear. And when God has spoke to me and said, that person is always operating in witchcraft concerning you. Mm-hmm. This to you. He told me, cut them loose. Now, I may have had to say, God, give me the strength to walk away or let it go or leave them alone or God, change my appetite. But you know what? We have to come to the conclusion when you know somebody is not operating on your behalf, especially if you trying to walk upright with God, the best thing you can do is let them go. I don't want to operate with people that's operating under witchcraft because I don't want to be a partaker. I have some family members, every time I, they talk to me, they want to, tell me what somebody said or somebody did and say, girl, you need something. Uh-uh, you saw it. It's like you picked up the phone or you came over here you told me when you saw me. You do this. I'm not nobody's 411. I'm not going to start nothing because, see, when stuff hits the fan, 
well, you know, we may say it or just, I'm not going to get caught like that because I'm standing in representation of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. When you see me, I want you to see me as a representation of Jesus Christ. I don't want you to be like, uh, mm, I don't want to be saved because they messy. No, you got some messy people out there. I don't know if they save or they think they safe. I don't know what it is, but I want to be as I am. And I'm I'm standing on Psalms 23 and 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I'm standing on Matthew 6 and 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I'm standing on 2 Corinthians 5, 17 and 18. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God, who have reconciled us unto him, himself by Jesus Christ and have given to us the ministry of reconciliation. I thank God for recognizing me when I cried out and I said, Lord, forgive me of all my sins. I thank God for the fact that he received me back. You know, a lot of us are putting people in hell because they act like sin has certain departments. We only go in buildings by elevator floors. But God said no sin will enter in. The one that he said was a department of his own is blasphemy. Mm. Now that's the one you can't be forgiven of. But everything else that's sin, you can be forgiven of. It's the act of sin. We've been, we spoke on that all week. I thank God for Apostle Elect bringing it up, and I thank God for Minister Ron Montgomery and Elder Evangelist Tony Montgomery for speaking on it. We cannot put people in a box and say, "Oh no, you won't get, you can't go to heaven because you're doing this, you're doing that." Repent, turn from your wicked ways, turn from your sinful ways, and allow God to let you know, inform you that you have been reconciled back unto him, Jesus Christ, his son. Don't let nobody tell you you can't be reconciled back to God because you can't. I thank God for everything he has shown me on this month. I thank God for letting me see my 63rd person. Y'all, it's the enemy told me I wasn't going to make it. But I believe I walked in faith and I believe God what God said. You know, I just thank God for being here. And I thank God for him answering my prayers and my requests. How long I should live. It's God's will, God's way, not mine. God isn't a liar. No, he's not. If he say, no, you don't get the 120, that's God's business. That's not yours or mine. 
But whatever God say, when I've made my request known to him, mm-hmm. God knows when I've done my deeds. He knows when he wants me to come home. But until that, thank God for reconciliation with him, with the kingdom. Y'all get it right. Stop saying what is not going to happen because God has the first, last, and only say so. If you didn't get nothing out of tonight, get this. God is waiting on you to repent. He will receive you to the Lord. Hmm. Therefore, any man be in Christ. He is a new creature. All things are passed. Behold, all, A-L-L, all things are become, B-E-C-O-M-E, new. N-E-W, become new. You all for joining me on tonight. Listening in, stop worried about your Illinois lottery, your state lottery, Indiana, Ohio, Michigan, California, New York, Dakotas, Carolinas, wherever you call you live at. You've already hit the lottery by saying yes to the Lord. That's the everlasting lottery, the lottery of life. And that's a number I don't want to miss. Yes, that's the number I don't want to miss. So if anybody has anything they want to say on Blog Talk, please do so at this time. On Facebook, please share it. If you have any comments, please uh, type it in, and we will go from there. The lines are open, Blog Talk. Amen. Thank you for the word on tonight, and I thank God for his faithfulness. He is so faithful. Thanks again. Amen. Thank you, Possibly Lex, Dr. Cecilia is there anyone else at this time? Okay. Well, let me get my little notes over here. So, we are so grateful that you all took the time out now or replay. We are a ministry that's anointed and appointed by God. It is Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron. We are here, World Wide Web, Facebook, on tonight, Friday. So if you come back Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can hear our very own Apostle Elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser speak with what God has put in her heart to pour out and feed us with. We want to tell you, please come back at that time, Sunday morning. If you come back Monday, this Monday is the 5th. Monday. This is our Youth Monday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our very own Minister Lawrence Seabury will be ministered on Monday night for the youth, for the young people and young adults. Please come back. If you come back Wednesday at 4 p.m., we will talk to you about 30, 45 minutes about Wisdom Wednesday some things we need to use wisdom with at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, 5 p.m. 
Eastern Standard Time. That will be with me, Minister Sylvia Kaiser. Come back next Friday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can join me again to see what God has put on my heart to share with everyone. Please come back. If you need a prayer line, Pastor Linda Handy at 605-313-4818, 605-313-4818. Her access code is 647-147, 647-147. Minister, what is this, uh, Minister Carmen. She has a prayer line at 605-313-4284, 605-313-4284. Her access code is 528-2607, 528-2607. Reverend Festers Johnson has a text prayer line that you can uh, text your prayer in at 331-244. 0079 331-244-0079 If you all would like to plan into this ministry, my cash app is dollar sign capital S P A R K L E 750 so that's dollar sign sparkle 750 If you all would like to pray with us, please pray with us on a daily basis. Just Tell the Lord how you love him, you you want to repent, and just give God his daily due prayer and praise. Our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I want to say again, thank you all for taking out the time to join us on tonight. We love you with the love of the Lord, and there's nothing you can do about it. Absolutely nothing. So as I continue to celebrate these next couple of days of this month of October, I thank God, I thank God, I thank God. Good night, everybody.